Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I was just kicking my children out of the living room so that we didn't have to listen to their feet stampeding above me while we were recording. Uh, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast. I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead, joined by the beautiful Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl. Hello. Top of the morning to ya. Yeah. Crikey. And Crikey. all that. <laughs> <laughs> That's how my morning's gone. I've pulled, put in a full day at this point. Like, I always think of that scene in Return to Me. Return to Me is like this cult. Like, okay, it's Christmas time, so we're like Christmas vacation. We're pulling out all the, like the cult classics. But Return to Me is like a cult classic in our favorite. And at the end, the uh, guy, which this totally uh, references a conversation you and I had the other day. She's uh, painting the... Uh, no, oh, I can't think of the basilica in Florence, the proper name of it. She's painting it and this waiter sits down to talk to her. He goes, I take my break now. <laughs> like, that's what we always say in this family. I take my break now. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, I'm actually starting my Italian lessons. So that's exciting. Uh, yeah. Speaking of Italian accents, I'm getting ready. <laughs> You're getting ready. You're starting them. You're getting ready to start them. I'm oh my actually gosh. preparing uh, the, myself. <laughs> so the first time we went to Paris, okay, this was a long bleep time ago, uh, a long time ago. We we were just so happy. Like we had finally done it. And we had just been there for seven days and just, you know, blisters, no matter the proper shoeing, it doesn't matter. We were just completely changed forever. I referenced that, you know, the other day talking about how it changed the way I eat. But it also changed um, our manners and the way, you know, I hate to say it, the cliche, ugly American, right? Mm -hmm. It very much changed our approach to our uh, mental approach to being outside because the French are always outside. And then we got back to the Chicago suburbs and driving down the road and like nobody's outside. But on the airplane home were some very overly enthusiastic Americans. And if you're listening, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry because you kind of ruined seven hours of my life. Uh, <laughs> overly enthusiastic Americans who had done Paris and then Italy and then back to Paris to fly out. And um, she basically drank all the vodka on the plane <laughs> on the ride home. Like the plane's supply of vodka. <laughs> the plane's su supply of the little mini, mini yes. vodkas. Yes. Um, she was sitting right behind us. And all she said for seven and a half hours was, grazie, prego, to the flight attendant. Oh. Every time she would bring her something. And I was either going to kill myself or kill her. It was so bad. So that's another long-standing joke in this house. Is grazie, prego, and then we say it like eight hundred times to really get on the other person's to, nerves. Yeah, really dig mm -hmm. in a little Drive bit. Drive it home. <laughs> if a little bit is funny, a lot is really funny. Isn't that the way it goes? Basically. <laughs> Well, it was really cute because I think I've shared um, the only, literally the only words of Italian I speak basically are coffee words because yeah. coffee. And so I said something to Stu the other day. I said, two cappuccinos, please. Like in Italian, do a cappuccino, por favore. And Will kept going around the rest of the day going, hamanama, nama, hamanama. <laughs> he couldn't remember the words, but he could just, <laughs> the cadence of my voice. <laughs> Again with the Christmas vacation rest. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. It's so good. It's so good. Um, well, welcome to the podcast, listeners. This is where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind or trying to, mm -hmm. or at least hanging out together for an hour right. while um, the grind continues. <laughs> Yeah, like today I'm just really wondering, like, is this really rescue a bull? Yes. Also, or is it just about having a buddy? Yes. It's having, hey, yeah. Drown with me. Exactly. <laughs> Misery loves company. Um, actually, funny story, listeners, we don't have a clue what we're going to talk about today. 
it took everything in us to just sit down and silence the children and milk the cows and do the dishes. And so we're just going to hang out today and see what comes out, which is always when I start filling in the space with uncomfortable oversharing. And so stay tuned for that. (laughs) Please don't. And all of a sudden, my whole tribe is right below me at the kitchen sink, even though I specifically said, don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was listening Mm -hmm. to a podcast, two women hosts. They were about hour long episodes and they had a studio and they actually had a studio where they went together to record their podcasts and they would go and record a bunch of them all at once. And I thought, huh, must be nice. It must be nice for them. So we only need like 5,000 more of you to go over to patreon.com forward slash Homemaker Chic podcast, sign up at like the bottom tier. Yep. And then maybe once every three years, we can meet in Montana together. Maybe we can meet in Montana. Montana. Well, actually, Joel (gasps) has said that. He's like, you guys should just get an Airbnb halfway and just go and just muck it out. Yeah, we should. We could do that. Absolutely. Dry Farm could ship. To yes. the Airbnb. Yes. yes. We have to make sure because like there's some states, a couple, sorry, Michigan. I know. That they don't ship to. It's all those Anheuser-Busch states. They Shut really, up. It is not. It they is ship too. to Wisconsin. They ship to Wisconsin. This is like, be they, careful, I Shay. I know. You're talking to Midwesterners. I know. I know. Okay, you're right. They're hey, not over there drinking swanky IPA <laughs> yeah. snob beer. It is not They're snob beer. It is real beer. Angela Reed. No, I am a beer snob. That is total. I am from the Pacific Northwest, my friend. This is microbrew territory. I went to Patagonia and I drink IPA. (laughs) At least I don't drive a Subaru. Oh my gosh. Oh, you have to Google this. You guys, you have to Google this if you want to just die laughing. (laughs) A long time ago, there was this series. I don't know. And they did all the different like cliche stereotypes of Barbie. <laughs> oh, was there a Pacific Northwest Barbie? Oh, they were brilliant. Oh, I bet she was wearing were, Birkenstocks, Patagonia. She, she, she had, had Subaru keys. On. She definitely had Subaru she keys. Did. A Starbucks no, in one hand, memory. a microbrew yes. in the other hand. Oh, at least you know Probably. thyself. At least you got it down. Know thyself. Know thyself. <laughs> it's so true. Hey, real fast. Who was that singer yeah. who sang Meet Me in Montana? I want to say it was like Anne Murray. Is that even a person? This is me in <gasps> Montana. Stop. I want to see the mountains in your eyes. You said Anne Murray? Yeah. You. Is you that a, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, that's just weird. You're I'm like digging from like Google the recesses me. of my no, brain. Google has been doing this thing to me. The great Satan Google. Like when I think <laughs> of something, it shows up on a sidebar. I'm not yes. even saying the words. But. My mom was here last weekend and we roller skated in the basement like crazy people. (laughs) And we turned on like some serious 80s country like from when I was like six years old. And I love me some Anne Murray. Okay. She is. I was like, I can't believe you just said that. 25 years. Although also it's Marie (gasps) Osmond who sings me me in Montana. Marie Osmond. Yeah. I didn't really like Marie Osmond. Sure. I know I just offended a ton of people. The boomer crowd is like, you don't like the Osmonds? <laughs> They're a little old for me, just saying. All right. We're cueing this wide music. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Maybe we should have chosen a Wilson Phillips song for our theme song or for our wine music. <laughs> we would actually have to pay rights if we I know, chose that's it true. for a theme song. Yeah, we can't. That's but we can true. hold on for one more day. And talk about another <laughs> bottle of wine. I see what you did there. <laughs> see that? See how I did that? I didn't day. sing it, but I said it so we don't have to pay for it. <laughs> okay. Sidebar. Um, yeah. If you guys have not watched Hunt for the Wilderlings, Wild... No. What? Hold on. I, I always mix this up. Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt for the Wilder Am People. Am I Googling this? Right now, it's on Netflix. It is a movie on Netflix called "Hunt for the Willi- Wilder People." Lots of it has just Sam Neill. Netflix, Jay. No, you have to get it back to watch this movie. <laughs> has Sam Neill in it? Sam Neill from Jay, Jurassic. Jay, it can hear me. I typed "Hunt F O" and it came up. It can hear you. I know. <laughs> it I know. Hear you, Alexa. Okay. Stop listening to me. Um, that's why I don't have an Alexa. That freaks me out. Okay. 
I'm focusing. Hunt for the Wilder People. There is, it's one of my top two favorite movies of all time. I love this. Okay. Okay. 2016, PG 13. Yeah. From 2000. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she, uh, in that movie, she, they were going to record themselves, you know, film themselves singing happy birthday to their, they bring in an orphan into their family. Okay. And they're going to sing him happy birthday. They're going to give him his very first birthday celebration ever. Happy birthday is copyrighted. So they have to pay a ton of money. They can't use it. Wait. My, my kids told me that last year. They're like, did you know you can't use that in YouTube? Just so you know. Well, it expired last year. <gasps> yes, oh. it did. But be- when they Carry recorded on. this movie, they had to come up with an alternative because Happy Birthday was copyrighted. And so okay. this is what you need to Google. Okay. Ricky okay. Baker. Happy birthday. It came right up. She, I typed the word Ricky. <laughs> it can hear us. I typed the word Ricky. Yeah. It came right up. This I is this. our There's new birthday private. song. This is Hunt the song the we sing. People? No, this happy Ricky Baker happy birthday oh, wait, song. Wait, this okay, is the sorry. song we sing for birthdays now because it is Ricky Baker song. My point is sometimes where copyrights okay. exist, creativity flourishes on the other side of it. This was like totally made up on the set. We need a song to sing for his birthday. And it's so good. And so the question is, will they it. let us play it on the show? Yeah, we can play it because we're not, this isn't, we're not on YouTube or anything. There's no, can you play it? I'm trying. This innovative oh, no. Ads. Hang on. Shh. Okay. Will it record? Put your mic up to you. I don't know if this will work. Nope, that's not it. Okay, it says trifecta, Ricky Baker song. Nope, that's not the okay. right one. Okay, All listeners, right. just never go mind. Google it. Okay, Ricky Baker, happy <laughs> birthday. Tried. It should be a scene where the three of them are sitting around a cake or at the table. It is the best song in the world. And I can't even remember why I was telling you that. But Hunt for the Wilder People, if you haven't watched it, just so you know, my second favorite movie, my first favorite movie of all time is Sing Street. If you need another good one to watch, go rent it on Amazon. Sing Street. Okay. Are you sure we can play that here? I just found it on Amazon for 99 cents. That's they are trying to sell it. Oh, it's on YouTube. Just go YouTube it. I did. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Uh, anyway, necessity is the mother of invention. And so, yeah, my kids told me last year, they're like, just so you know, mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yep. Don't ever record singing happy birthday. Was it a did Disney buy it? Let me guess. No, it was the two sisters who wrote it, I think. Yeah. Okay. We're in wine time. Okay. All right. The wine music is faded now. I'm drinking champagne again. Sparkling wine, even though it's not my birthday. Calcipreeze. I know I should move on to something else. I just haven't yet. Okay. No, never. So um, this is the part of the podcast that is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. These are the wines we want you to be drinking in your home. This, the theme of our first season here on the podcast was better, not more. And there is a reason for that because we want to bring things into our home that enhance our home. None of this twaddle. And there is wine twaddle. Oh, girl. Be twaddle sure of that. Best word. It is. Charlotte Mason yeah. twaddle. Another little Google rabbit trail for you. Right. There is wine twaddle. Uh, Dry Farms is not that. Dry Farms are clean, organic, biodynamic, old world wines sourced from around the world delivered to your doorstep by an amazing, amazing supplier that tests the purity of everything. One of the reasons that we promote these wines on the podcast is because they're the only wines we drink and because they're clean. They're feel good wines. These will go with whatever diet you're on. So if you're doing keto or you're paleo, there's no Mm -hmm. sugar, there's no added yeast. Everything is naturally fermented. So what I'm drinking today, actually, before I tell you, go to dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. Nope, that's not right. Forward slash homemaker chic. (laughs) Too many links, too many words in my brain. Seriously, it's dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And you can select to get some wines delivered to your doorstep. You can do three bottles or 12 bottles. You can do bubblies, rosés. They just announced a 12-pack of dark, deep reds for Christmas. Yeah. Is that like a limited thing? It is a limited thing. 
Like you can only going to need like four of those. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys have to understand if you're if you have been drinking wine for a long time, like it was mentally difficult for me to make the transition. Shay kept telling me even before the podcast, you got to switch to dry farm. You got to switch to dry farm. And I'm like, yeah, but I like really love my big Bordeaux. Like, mm-hmm. How can I let go of my big Bordeaux? They actually exist in the natural wine world. They do. And now they exist in a 12 pack. Mm-hmm. So, yep. The bolder side, 12 dark, bold reds for days, for day 10 and 12 of our days of our wine winter offer. So that's Yay. just exciting. Anyway. Okay. I am, I am drinking a sparkling okay, wine. Okay, Shay. What are you drinking? Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> new Blanche again. Done this one before. Still drinking it. N-U-I-T-S. How do you say that? Newt. What did you say? I'm terrible. I know it's hard. N-U-I-T-S. Nuit. Nuit. Oh, duh. Nuit Blanche. Nuit Blanche. Nuit Blanche. Sparkling wine from the Loire Valley. 40% Chardonnay grapes, 40% full full Blanche grapes, and 20% Pinot Noir. So what I like about this wine is that I cannot find it online. It's it's like it doesn't exist to anybody but dry it's farms. It's an enigma. It's an enigma. <laughs> right. There's a glitch in the matrix. Right. So it's there I, is I, no I don't spoon. I don't know if you can drink this anywhere else, but every time I open a bottle of this, I'm just like come to mama. <laughs> and then I <laughs> and then I drink it. <laughs> Nuit Blanche. It's a brute. It just means white night. Sparkling wine from yeah. the Loire Valley. Absolutely fabulous. And I get that in my bubbly okay. um, subscription from dryfarmwines.com forward slash homemaker chic. And when you do get your first wine order from Dry Farms, you get a bottle for just a penny with your first order when you use our link. So make sure that you do that. Give them a checkout. So check it. Like if if you want just some bubbly for the holidays, that means you could get a three pack of bubbly and a red for the three pack price. Yes. Okay. Yes. We're talking about a penny. Yes. That's a good deal I'll for you. I'll send you the penny. No, I won't. Don't quote me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I think uh, we need to do something else really exciting. Oh, yeah. It's for our one, giveaway announcement. So first of all, a huge thank you to American Blossom Linens because we're closing out this year. You guys, we basically started this podcast the day COVID started. Literally. <laughs> you know, technically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that was very interesting as two uh, homemakers who had a vision for bringing something to fellow homemakers to now have this huge paradigm shift within entertaining and socializing and going out in public, hospitality, just everything that we do. Obviously, we all know uh, the pandemic has touched every area of our life. And we're so grateful for our advertisers who have seen this as um, a beautiful platform for them to share their message as well. So a huge thank you to American Blossom Linens. We are talking about beautiful, modern, vintage organic Texas grown cotton sheets that you can dress your bed in and you can sleep in confidence knowing uh, the backstory behind the product that you just purchased. It's everything you want it to be. And that the purchase you've made, again, in that spirit of better, not more, is a lifetime purchase. So no more running to uh, you know, Walmart or Kohl's or the department store to replace your sheets every 10, 12, you know, 16 months. This is a lifetime purchase. And today we are so pleased to announce a winner of a queen size set yes. of American Blossom Linens. And this all took place over on Instagram. So I'm just saying, like, if you can't just take the 30 seconds and download the Instagram app and then follow us over yep. at Homemaker Chic Podcast, you're sort of missing out because Jesse May dancing <gasps> at dancing for joy how adorable handle yeah, that is hello let me move those books so you can sit down coffee tea oh that musical laughter is my husband and my five children and i'm dancing for joy miss thing you just won a queen size set of american blossom linens so Yay. what you need to do is 
uh, what does she need to do? Head over to the new website or uh, and email us. Yes. Or yes, we have a new website. So Homemakerchicpodcast.com. <laughs> And our email's working for the first time in eight months. So, yeah, so if you've tried to reach out to us and you're like, they're just ignoring us. No, yeah. actually, it's because your email is out floating in the stratosphere. So yeah. info at homemakerchic.com. Info at homemakerchic.com. No. Nope. That's just, wrong. Oh, thanks. You didn't tell me it changed. <laughs> info at homemakerchic <gasps> podcast. <laughs> info at homemakerchicpodcast.com. Jesse May Danson, please uh, let us know your address so we can get those shipped right out to you. That's very exciting. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And thanks to everybody who entered. That was really fun. I think we need to like, fun. do some serious giveaways in 2021. Yeah. Please. Mm-hmm. Please. And if you guys, now that our email is working, uh, will you guys email us if you have ideas for episodes that you'd like to us to do? If you have ideas for sponsors that you think would be a really good fit for Homemaker Chic Podcast, or if you have a business that you're like, hey, I really want to put this out there to Homemaker Chic listeners, email us info at homemakerchicpodcast.com. We don't check Instagram messages. So please don't do that. I mean, our assistant tries to help us, but like it's... It's too much. It's like jumping into a, the pit of a volcano and <laughs> snow bueno. Holding your children. Yes. Right. <laughs> Imagine you're drowning and then someone hands you and a someone baby. someone hands you a baby. <laughs> All right. Okay. That was fun. Are we done here? No, I'm just Are we done? Because <laughs> we don't know what we're talking about today. I have been looking for my pencil for the last 25 minutes. It was hair. in my hair. Gosh. Okay, I have a thought. I'm just this has nothing to do with anything potentially that we're going to talk about. No. Okay. Okay. It doesn't have to do with Princess Diana either. Although I did watch some more of those. Oh my gosh. Okay. Only like 23 years late to the game. I know. She dies. (laughs) I didn't know she died. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's not funny. She was a fashion icon. (laughs) What? Spectator pumps? What? (laughs) Okay. I had this idea. Okay. I have been taking my pictures in my studio. Mm -hmm. That word is so stupid for what my space is, but it's my studio. Just go with it. It makes me sound super fancy. I've been posting them over on Instagram mainly because I like the accountability aspect of it. And people are really mean. And so I their feedback is it can be honest for the artist to hear like, oh, Mm -hmm. okay, you're right. I tried to cut that corner and you called me out. That can be sort of helpful sometimes. (laughs) You're way nicer than me. But um. The reaction has been like shockingly big. Like these these photos are getting so much interaction, comments, private messages. And uh, it made me think, why? Like, what is it about humans that are drawn? And I'm bringing back sort of this Italian Renaissance flair. Okay. Yeah. That's my style that I really enjoy of art. And so that's mm-hmm. some of these I've been creating. That's kind of the flair I'm bringing. And I was thinking, particularly mm-hmm. about Americans, when commerce is good, when we're in control of our businesses, when we're in control of our bank accounts, when we're in control of like, we enjoy so much freedom in this country. Um, mm-hmm. And we do, you guys. Okay. I know that. You have to wear a mask when you go to Costco, but we have so much freedom in this country. It's a really beautiful thing. When we're in control of all these things, we're like, we're chasing the carrot, right? We're chasing the money. We're chasing the next promotion, whatever it may be. But I feel like COVID has sort of turned this on its head a little bit because we're not able to be in control of like, let's say I own a restaurant, right? I'm completely Mm -hmm. out of control right now with Mm. what that means for for my business. Mm -hmm. And I've seen this movement, particularly just on social media, but there is a giant tsunami of people that are orienting themselves towards art. It's almost like when we don't have the commerce to express ourselves in, or we don't have control over those things, then we're turning to art to, to express something that's inexpressible in us. And it made me think like, where, 
where does art come from? And like, what's its purpose? Right. Cause it's the same well, kind of thing. Like when things, sorry, I keep cutting you off. Go no, ahead. Have sorry. a thought. And sorry. then we'll keep talking. Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm just, my mind's just whizzing. Like just historically, I mean, historically, yes. Historically, we don't, even just within our own like humanity, we don't, um, you know, it is necessity being the mother of invention. And we've talked a lot on this show about noise and turning down the noise. Right. So when you have a worldwide situation that turns down the noise or the ability to just go to the mall and wander around mindlessly or I'm like, that's not even my thing. But I remember back living in the suburbs, I would be like, oh, my gosh, I need a fix. I'm going to Target. Yep. You know? Yep. And so like that gets turned off. And then the re- I, sorry, like the real you starts to come out. Yeah, you know? it's not and, as I mean, easy that's to what the Renaissance it. was. It was a rebirth of, yeah. of art and um, classical, you know, philosophy and things like that. And so, like even music, you know, music, even yeah. music. Um, I I was totally guilty of that. Like when I was feeling that kind of funky, mm, stale, we would go to the ba- our favorite bakery, the Anjou Bakery, and then we would go antiquing. And that's what we would mm-hmm. do. Antiquing in a mask. We have this antique store that's great, but it's like 50,000 square feet. And oh, yeah. it's stressful with kids anyway. My kids are pretty good mm-hmm. antiquers, but you know, it's still kids mm-hmm. doing that right. in masks. Like it just, it just took the fun out of it for me. I don't enjoy it anymore. And, uh, and so I haven't gone, like I've, I've only been there once since COVID happened and I used to go like every mm-hmm. week. So it's pretty. And so I found like you said, when, when that noise is quieted, when that's not an option anymore, we are, we talked about this last episode. We are creatures. We want to create, we are made in the image of our great creator and Mm -hmm. we will always create something. Right. But I feel like for some reason during this COVID thing, people aren't just creating business ventures or they're not just making money. That's not the point. There is like an art resurgence that's coming out of this. And it's cool to see people are so creative and amazing. And uh, man, it kind of makes me wonder what we've been missing out on this whole time. Right. Yes. Well, and I think too, just the, I think what, you know, okay, like, so for the first couple of weeks, maybe it was a novelty. Maybe we were all just laughing at the memes and we were binge watching Netflix or, or Hulu or Amazon or whatever. And then like anything after a few weeks, you're like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. this is not really that funny anymore. This is not really that entertaining anymore. And, you know, with the Renaissance, that Renaissance, that was, um, them turning, back to the ancient ways, like the ancient aesthetic mm-hmm. of Rome mm-hmm. and Greece. And so even us as creators, you know, we're, we're looking back like, okay, what did we, what have we missed out on right. since this whole bombardment of information came to us? Now we're kind of like jumping over that and like looking back. What are we capable of? Yeah. What, would, what, what would, what would we do? You know, okay. I've seen, I've seen Netflix. We're done now. Yeah. It's just boring. Now what? It's just boring. boring. You could be endlessly entertained and it's just boring. Um, I kind of. There was an old commercial a long time ago where a guy was like at the computer and it was like, you have reached the end of the internet. (laughs) I remember that. Remember that? Wouldn't that be kind of nice? Do you remember when Facebook used to do that? Like there's no new things to show you. No, I, I never have like really like been a face yeah booker like i'm always like hop on hawk hop off i i went to it reluctantly however many a decade ago mm-hmm. it's always been like a necessary evil but it's no, like that, opening that the door great? to like a frat hey, party at 3 a.m and you're what? just now like it's ah! time. what if like there was a pop-up <laughs> hey hey loser you've been on here too long get off go do something go create i tell i'll i tell my kids all the time like one of my i've two deep desires for you one that you would feel the weight of your sin yes Amen. <laughs> Two, that you are a creator and not a consumer. Yes. As to the best of your ability. Yep. Amen to that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I did a portrait, a self-portrait, which was like the hardest thing I've ever done. I feel like 
I don't I know. I really what, just can't imagine like it was so hard. I have self portraits in my mind. It was so hard. And I still I still haven't talked to you about my idea. No. Like, right. But I can't imagine the vulnerability of what you did. Super vulnerability. I don't mm-hmm. like that word at all, but I know what you mean. Vul- well, it is. <clears throat> but it was like a different one. Um, luckily, I have Photoshop. So, all, so some of the vulnerability was removed. <laughs> wasn't unedited vulnerability by the way (laughs) another sidebar to our sidebar i thought about paintings okay i'm a whatever person and somebody's gonna paint me that was the original filter okay oil painting they're not gonna paint on your wrinkles and your zits and your chin hairs they're gonna be like okay we're trying to make you look good because that's what makes the person happy with it and Thinking we've never, humans have never been captured in this likeness ever in history, ever. Even when I was growing up, it's like you got a roll of film and 24 photos. Use them wisely, right? I mean, you just didn't endlessly. Oh, I had like a big zit in the middle of my forehead in all my wedding photographs. And I'm like, really, dude? Yeah, there was no Photoshop as good as then? <laughs> No, it came out like we got married and then like the next year digital photography came. Yeah. Like that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. Wait, wait. Another sidebar. (laughs) Old commercial back then. There was this lady and she was like dying to go to Paris. This old lady. It was a commercial. And she asked somebody to take her picture like you do in Paris in front of the Eiffel Tower. And she gets home and her head is chopped off in the photograph. And that was the ad like the year before we went. And I said, Joel, that will not happen to me. (laughs) And we bought like the first most archaic, horrible Fuji digital camera. Just, Just to so make that sure. wouldn't be my story. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> well, when I went, I have all my Europe photos from my my time in Paris on CDs. And I bought a CD drive so I could like get them off and get them somewhere where I could look at them and see mm-hmm. them. And like the CDs are so old, it won't read them. I'm like, it's here. Stop. I know. No, no, I there's got to be off. some company you can send I them know, to. I know. That's on my to-do list. Okay. Anyway. So that's what my kids tell me about my old hard drives with all yeah. the baby pictures. They're like, you know, these old hard drives don't work, right? I'm like, <gasps> somebody. I can't even think about that. I can't go there. I'm too sentimental. Somebody okay. will make go. them work. Okay. So I'm doing this self-portrait and holding your hands is very difficult. Um, holding your head is very difficult. Just all these angles and Stu's trying to direct me and I'm just like trying to get him to understand what I'm trying to do. And I'm like, you're doing it wrong. And then he's like, I hate working with you. And I'm just kidding. He didn't say that. He was very helpful, but it was <laughs> really hard. So we get it done. And um, I like completely crashed last night, like fatigue. Just as soon as this picture was done, I just went. And I thought uh-huh. you are actually mentally birthing birthing something and that's exactly what it felt like i took a bath i ate pancakes for dinner and i'm like took got a good night's sleep and i woke up this morning i'm like okay let's crush it again but it was like we don't mentally fatigue ourselves very often in our culture we're not like am i going to eat today like do i need to go will i food shelter survival you know it's obviously i'm speaking generically because i know that there are people who have to have those concerns but on the whole, our culture doesn't deal. We deal with stress, right? Mm-hmm. We deal with busyness, with noise, but we don't deal with mm-hmm. mental or even physical fatigue, deep fatigue, really. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I just hiked mm-hmm. up a mountain to shoot this deer. I don't know if anyone's ever butchered a pig here, but that is physical fatigue. Like I have never experienced in my life. We have to do that next week. And I'm like, I'm just like mentally trying to gear up for it. I know. Okay. Next week I will temporarily die. Yeah. And then I will come back. Yes. You will come back. (laughs) I will come back. Yeah. But uh, no, because, you know, I've been intimating to Shay that I have this idea for a YouTube video and I am pregnant with this idea. Yeah. It has to come out. I tried parts of it this morning and it was a bomb and it felt like false labor like where you get all your <laughs> yes. hopes up yes and then hey guess what you're still 200 pounds and pregnant mm-hmm. like, like it's just like wow so yes that yes yes i just couldn't it's i done. couldn't believe yeah the pent i guess mm. the pent up energy f- from mm-hmm. just being home being in covid not being able to distract myself with so many different things um 
it was really kind of a beautiful feeling in a way. It was hard, mm-hmm. but it was it was good. Well, I think it's like even similar to fasting. A lot of people will say that yeah. about fasting. Yeah. That then you're you get razor focused because you don't realize like you know, even if you're not a snacker or whatever, you don't realize the emotional connection you have to food and um, like a technology fast. So we do mm-hmm. a big technology fast every January. Yep. And after a couple of days, you just realize, okay, well, I have like, I am a human. I got all this stuff inside. I mean, they're going to channel it staring at a screen. Yes. And let the screen talk back to me or I'm going to make something. It is really incredible mm-hmm. what that what that does. And so we've been like as a culture in a way on a huge fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we need to kind of I mean, here's the thing. And this is kind of bad news, but let it be good news. Um, you can't control what's happening there. You can't control what your state does, what your governor does, what your local businesses do. You can't control what the CDC does. You can't control mm-hmm. any of those things. You just can't. And that can be a harsh reality. But if that is the case, then what do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you do? And I think it could be a good pivoting point. You know, I think pruning is always hard, but it's always a good thing. And I don't know. It's just kind of exciting. I mean, i sorry. I didn't mean to talk for that long about that. I just thought it was an interesting, That's interesting nice. thing. I've been thinking a lot about it lately, about art, the need to create, where that comes from. It's, yeah. Interesting idea. Hmm. Well, and I think just, you know, there's, um, you know, I did, I had a little breakdown last night about, well, I had a big breakdown last night about COVID because I'm so. Tell me about it. Just, I'm just mentally grieved. I'm just, I'm just grieved. I just grieved. Yeah. I just finally grieved from, you know, I, I think there are a lot of things that we have been shamed into not being allowed to miss or not being allowed to mourn. Yeah. Okay. Whether it's grinding your own coffee at the store or just looking down and you're shopping for beautiful produce and there's a big red arrow telling you where to stand. I'm sorry, Blake. Those, you are allowed to grieve those things. You're allowed, those things are allowed to agitate you. And it doesn't mean that you don't care about other people. It means that you're a human. And you have feelings and emotions and you enjoy your freedom or you enjoy your autonomy or just the aesthetic of grinding the dang coffee beans at the store, whatever. And I just all of it. Those are just lame examples. But I know those of you that are listening, you have your own examples of things that you used to do that added to your human experience. And now you can't do them anymore. And I don't think that being upset about those things takes away from your love for the elderly or caring about those that are vulnerable. I think it's just an acknowledgement like this really sucks and we're all in it and none of us really have the skill set to know how to handle this. And so Mm -hmm. we're just mucking about. And yeah, I just started crying Mm -hmm. yesterday at dinner. I just, it just got to me. I just, it just actually, it was like a Someone just flicked a scab off and I couldn't stop crying. Mm -hmm. I was sad for myself. I was sad for my children. I was sad for my grandparents. I was sad for, um, yeah, the world as a whole, just knowing like this is worldwide. I was sad for single people in their apartment, just alone. Yeah. And I just, all of it, just frigging a, it just got to me and I lost it. (laughs) Well, it's, it's a mourning of the life that once was. Right. You know, whether or not you agree with the changes or not, none of that. It's, right. but the, I don't wanna, your I'm life not is about not yeah. the same. And it probably won't be fully the same again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, That's, I'm sad for my yeah. kids. I'm like, are you like a frog in water? Do you even? Yeah. I know you've had your moments of frustration, but do you even realize like what's going down here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of like 9-11 where things don't ever fully go back. 
And I know, mm-hmm. I know that that's disc- sounds discouraging to me as even that comes out of my mouth. Like I want them to go back, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. but, um, I don't know. I don't know. Lots of thoughts. Yeah. Lots of thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I'm channeling creativity as well. So after my good cry last night, went to bed very early. Yes. And I went to Aiden. So I have this drone for uh, my YouTube channel and it's Mammer Jammer and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> I haven't had a lesson yet. Uh, and I just told Aiden today, I'm like, look, like 10 feet in the air. You got to just show me what to do with this thing. But I went to him last night. I'm like, okay, and I have this vision for a video. And tell I us don't about need it. to unpack all the details. No, I'm not going to tell you. Because I, because. Okay. Like if it doesn't come Sheesh. off, I'm going to be so sad. Stop. <laughs> Did I just snort? A little bit. I'm still getting better, guys. So if there's like body function noises, I'm sorry. Um, you're just going to have to stay tuned on YouTube. Okay. Okay. I'm going to give you, I want a hint. I'll give you a hint. I'm going to do... So last year I did something I was super proud of. It was way out of my comfort zone. I did a reading of um, The Ode to Autumn by John Keats, which is just like my favorite poem. I think it's so beautiful. And uh, so this is going to be a reading of Luke 2, the Christmas story. Mm. And I'm very excited and I'm so nervous that it's not going to come out with what's swirling around in my head, but... Anyways, are you going to so dress got, Junior uh, up like a baby? No, no, no. It's not going to be a reenactment. Okay. This is like purely artistic. Okay. But it is, but the reading will go over, will be a read over, a narration over the art. Okay. 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 Ooh. <laughs> so anyways, got up really early this morning, checked the forecast last night. Sunrise was going to be beautiful. Woke the teenage boy up at 630, which he was, you know, super happy about, but super happy about because he has to fly the drone. We spend like an hour and a half together. Sunrise is glorious. Down country roads at the lake. We're doing all these shots. We get home and none of them recorded to the SD card. Why would that be? Well, he blames it on me. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll see. We're Now I have to watch the forecast for like the next four days because the weather is just going to tank. Dang. Ugh. You know, a lot of times the sun, the sunrise here is just, you can't see it. It's yeah. just cloudy. So this morning's was like heavenly, mm. which is what I needed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. You know, it's not funny when you are giving creative birth, you do mm-hmm. hit that point where it's like the crowning and you're just like screaming and like so angry. There's always Get that, po- there's always that point in creating <laughs> where you're just like, this isn't working. This is right. not what I thought it was going to be. Right. And you're like, you have to get over that hump. Every time I try, you know, I was doing this lemon shot where the lemons were balancing on the scale and they just kept rolling <laughs> off. And I was getting so mad. You need some duct tape or oh, something. Oh no, I got my little, I got my little kid over here, but. Okay. Um, okay. I know this might come as a surprise, but my kids took my double-sided tape and my sticky clay from my studio. Why Why would they touch anything that's yours? What kind of children do you have? (laughs) Okay, I've got some encouragement. This is a... We're going in a little different direction here. Good. (laughs) I listened to this really great podcast the other day, and it was uh, Rachel Jankovic. It was, I think it was at a grace agenda that this had been recorded, but she was talking about the miracle of Jesus feeding the 5,000 and Mm -hmm. how... That was a miracle and, you know, God provided what people needed, but that when that was done, Jesus didn't just miraculously clean up, which he could have done. Mm -hmm. He like sent the disciples out to go and gather up what was left to to essentially clean Mm -hmm. up. And you're talking about cleaning up after 5,000 people, like go collect what's left, you know? Go pick up the stuff that's all over the fish bones, the bread bits, you know, and she even talks Mm -hmm. about how he says to go collect crusts like some people wouldn't eat their crusts. (laughs) That crust is not good. I don't like the crust. Um, And what a funny thing that is. But Mm -hmm. it made me um, sort of explore this idea through listening to this. I'll post a link to it over on our Patreon page to this, uh, this podcast episode. But essentially it was like. 
God can do this amazing work in your life and he can bring about incredible things, which he does. And yet you're still called to clean up. Just speaking of unruly children, it made me think of it uh, because I was telling myself that as I was doing the breakfast dishes today and being like, what did you, I'm sorry, did you expect like Mary Poppins? Like, what did you expect from life? Yeah. Do clothes fold themselves? <laughs> like, we're, this isn't supernatural. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know yes. that sounds so simplistic, but it was really helpful for me to hear and be like, look, these are people who sat at Christ's feet. He was right there. He just did a miracle. Just. And then he doesn't do the miracle of cleanup. Why? Because I think that's what shapes us as humans. The work, the labor, the fatigue. That is refinement. That's sanctification, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's what I keep telling myself now. Even the disciples, they cleaned up. You can clean up too. No, oh, man. I just said to Joel this morning, we have a boot room uh, off of the kitchen and it's, you know, where everybody drops their boots and the for now the washer and dryer are in there and there's milking buckets and... I feel, I feel like I'm always talking and about my girls' bedroom and you're always talking about your talking boot about room. my boot room. Well, I said to Joel, I'm like, if I could just hire someone, like, I, gosh, I would love a housekeeper. Okay. Even once a week. But if I could just hire someone to keep this boot room clean, like for the love. <laughs> so I'm not stepping. Oh, like right now there's like fake Christmas. Somebody gave, we have some fake Christmas trees mm -hmm. and I'm about to fill my uh, house tour. Yeah. And like, I guess I'm going to put these fake trees up because I have them. Yep. And the bags, the big like, bags are in there it's just so awful yep there's milking rags with pea gravel stuck in them that were frozen to the ground and mm -hmm. so bad yeah so i guess i'm but but that it is helpful to think that about that yeah and being like what i yeah. mean there's no miracle there's just there's there no labor no miracle. there's there is no calvary coming in there's no calvary yeah. there's just the Pun hard intended. work and then <laughs> and then yeah. as if providentially the next podcast I listened to was talking about when you're doing these things for your family, when you're washing the dishes, when you're folding the clothes, when you're making the meal, um, you're not doing those things just, it's not because your family's worthy because <laughs> they're a sinner just like you, mm -hmm. you know, ultimately you're doing them for the glory of the Lord. Like, and, and she was really encouraging, like do these things as if you were doing them for Christ. Cause that's in, it's in his name that you're doing them. It's for his glory mm -hmm. that you're doing them. It's in his service that you're doing them. And that actually makes it easier because when you look at your family and you make them dinner and the kids don't eat it because they don't want to eat steamed broccoli. Um, it can be very discouraging, super discouraging in your work or when you clean their room and it just gets messy again. And you're like, you're not worthy of my time. I have wasted my life cleaning up your bedroom. Mm -hmm. Not, those are hours I'll those never have hours. Mama has goals in her life and they don't involve cleaning up your crap. It is really helpful to think I'm not doing these things for them. I'm not doing anything on earth because anyone on earth is worthy of those things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um Anyway, just a little encouragement. Stick that in your back pocket, ladies, because I've been carrying it around with me this week and it's been very helpful, especially when you're called to extra things around the holidays. Right? Yes. Which I think moms really are. I mean, it's big time. Yeah. Big time. And um, not a lot of husbands like, do you need me to start that cookie dough and put it in the fridge for you overnight? <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think that's really happening. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe. Not here. Not here. Not here. Um, I um I sat down speaking of creatively yesterday morning with the kids and I sent Joel to the store and I said, you know what? Like, don't cheap out. I know it's going to be painful. Just buy all the boxed, the boxed uh, gingerbread, please. Mm. Get the train for the boys. Get the house for the girls. Get the little house with like four houses in the box for the one that's going to break three out of four mm -hmm. while she creates. And uh, yesterday, my kitchen was covered in high fructose corn syrup, basically. And, mm. You know, telling Junior not to eat it. Yeah. And this is look gingerbread and look candy and look this frosting. Is, yeah. This is the candy from the candy factory floor. And so you can't eat it. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's four years old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they had, they got their little creative gun off and mm-hmm. I had the good mom award for the day. Mm, that's nice. And then you got to clean it yeah. up. And I See? got to clean it up basically. See, you needed this yesterday. Mm-hmm. We should have had this conversation yesterday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean up after the 5,000. <laughs> I never really thought about that. I guess shame on me. Like when they said, like, get what's left. Like I was thinking like what's left in the basket. Yeah. I wasn't really thinking of cleaning up other people's food, which to me is really gross. I don't like (laughs) touching other people's used food. No, they probably didn't either. (laughs) No. (laughs) I always, I always heard it like, like proving the miracle. Like, look, there's stuff left. Yeah. Well, I took it as left in the basket. Like I took it as left, not used. Mm-hmm. I didn't take it as left, like go out and clean up that well, mess. Well, yeah, but it talks about crusts, which I like, know, but I missed, I forgot that part. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's been really helpful. I mean, mm. I think I will take any encouragement that I can get. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> uh, I will take any encouragement I can get. Yeah. And, um, it's been good. You know, I think, like we're having Stu's brothers living with us now for the for the winter and he's going to be helping us to take care of some stuff on the farm, which is fabulous because we're, our days are so full with homeschooling and just general life that we're not getting to those things. We're just not. Our, it's all that. <laughs> I love when they scream at each other right outside. Don't be upstairs right above me while I'm recording. Be two feet behind me outside. Do that instead. <laughs> Um, but it's been really great. Um, and I know it will be a sanctifying process to just to open your heart to serving others. You know, it's, it goes back to what we talked about with hospitality at the beginning of this season, Mm -hmm. like hospitality, isn't just, Hey, I made something really beautiful and delicious. And you want to come for dinner? Like, that's not what we're talking about. I earned my napkins. Yeah. I'm like feeling really on top of it right now. So you should come now, right right now. (laughs) Now, right now. (laughs) Don't come tomorrow because it'll be a hot mess. (laughs) Right. And, um, it was my boot room is clean. Come now. It was yeah. really great. And since we're on the topic, I'll just continue on. Um, in another part of this same podcast, Rachel talks about when she first started entertaining and how, oh my gosh, sorry about that. She starts talking about that how was she would I could tell. make like she printed out these recipes for these lemon souffles. And she's like, I'm going to make this amazing dessert because I can and it's delicious. And this is reflective of who I am as a cook and what I like and what I like to eat. And she's like, I'm now known as like the sheet cake lady. Like it's just Texas sheet cake. That's it. That's what I bring to everything. Why? Well, because lemon souffles take a ton of time to prepare. They take fancy ingredients. You have to eat them at just the right time. They're really hard to make. Don't slam the oven door. Don't slam the oven door. Right. So that wasn't conducive to her life anymore. Yeah. And she was like, look, I had to die to myself because I want to make the souffles. It reflects me. It's an artistic expression of what's inside but that we can't do those things at the cost of the most important things, right? So, for example, if you're wanting to put out your um, Christmas decorations, right? Or you're trying to make it fabulous and you're biting your family's heads off because mm-hmm. they're messing with your mojo, uh, you might just have those priorities a little bit flip-flopped. And if you're not having people for dinner because you want to make something that isn't conducive, right? Or if you're not meeting a need because you can't meet it necessarily in the way that you want to, then that's a good place to check yourself as well. Mm -hmm. And when she was talking about this, it was like a dagger in my heart because you're like, but I want to make the lemon souffles. I want to. And I can. (laughs) Right? Um, But it was such a good reminder, you know, kicking back to hospitality, even kicking back to the creative expression we were talking about earlier in this episode. Mm -hmm. We want Mm -hmm. to make this art and there is a place for that. Absolutely. But there's also a place for Texas sheet cake where you're like, I could make this with three ingredients three days before it'll feed an army and it'll be fine. Um, I, I really resonate with what you're saying because I mean, like I have six kids. I know there's people listening that have a lot more. I love you for that. But, you know, after the fourth kid, like things really changed. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't inviting people for full out 
all the fixings and a macaron tower yeah. Easter dinner anymore. I'm like, look, just because I can, I can't, yeah, I can't do it anymore. Like it's not, I can, I can, let me be clear. I can, I at the expense of my family. Yes, exactly. And that's been a very hard pill to swallow. And I feel like I have to swallow it every holiday, every birthday, every time I'm on Instagram and I see what somebody else is doing. I have to swallow that pill. Yep. And as stupid and silly as it sounds is that's why now I buy boxed gingerbread for my children at the holidays Mm -hmm. because I used to make it and I used to roll it all out on sheets and blah, 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 buy all the bulk candy and do it for everyone. And now actually I get to do that for myself. Mm -hmm. So I make a homemade gingerbread house because I enjoy it. And everybody else can just decimate and destroy and be creative. They don't care. And I'm not over in the fetal position in tears in the kitchen. Right. So they got to make their memory. They got to be creative. I got to feel like a mom that's doing something pretty much at my expense because they are literally destroying my kitchen. Yeah. (laughs) And they're happy. And then I can still have my moment with doing something artistic that I want to do. And I'm not like dead. (gasps) By the time it's time to do something for myself. Or completely resentful of your whole family. Yeah. You know, and I I think it's funny how both of these things sort of came together here at the end of this podcast, because Mm -hmm. I think like we talked about last episode, you got to get it out, get that creativity out, find your 15 minutes. Um, the, The pitfall we can get into is making every single thing that we do, every single moment of every day, self expression. Yeah. As if it's reflective of us. And that's a depressing mm-hmm. place to live, ultimately, especially when crisis called you to die to yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, yeah. If you're feeling like a little nauseated uh, and, and this, okay, I'll just say to me, I'll say, I'll make it about me. If I'm feeling a little bit nauseous, it's usually because there's like way too much Ange in the picture. It's like, yeah, you're like, you're offended that there's socks on the floor. You're offended that the dishes aren't done yet. You're offended. Right. And you don't really, I don't really have a right to be offended because they're children or, or this is farm life or whatever. Like I need to like less of me. Yeah. Please. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And find appropriate and timely outlets for that creativity or that self-expression, you know, um, mm-hmm. it sounds so stupid, but I did order the silk pajamas, by the way, for myself since do wouldn't do it yeah. for me. And it's a small thing. It takes no time. And it's just like, okay, put these on before you go to bed. And it's, it's a small way to sort of acknowledge, you know, I like this. I feel good this way. Right. I'm putting... Oh, now we've got a crier out there. Um, but that could that could be manifested in different maybe it's just wearing red lipstick. Maybe it's organizing mm-hmm. your purse. Maybe it's taking a photo. Maybe it's making a gingerbread house. Like it could be so many mm-hmm. different things. Just don't uh don't wear that badge as your identity. Find the appropriate outlet and then you can do what you need to do to get through real life. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Clean up the mess. I know. Yeah. I know. Good talk. Good talk. (laughs) Good talk. Uh, Ladies, we hope that you guys have an excellent Thursday. If you don't yet follow us over on Instagram, do that at Homemaker Chic Podcast. Show some love to our sponsors, dryfarmwines.com forward slash Homemaker Chic for that old world wine delivered right to your doorstep. Of course... Visit AmericanBlossomLinens.com. I believe you still have time to get your order in. If you would like those as a Christmas present, you can buy a Christmas present for yourself. Use the coupon code HomemakerChic20. Get 20% off and Dancing for Joy or at Dancing for Joy over on Instagram. Don't forget to reach out to us. Give us your address so we can get those sheets to you ASAP. Yes. And again, if there's something you would like Homemaker Chic to talk about, please email us info at homemakerchicpodcast.com because we are up and rolling now. New website is up. We'd love to hear from you. Unless you're going to yeah. be mean. Then, then just don't bother. Just write the email. enough of that. And just... 
Don't send it. Put it in drafts. Put it in drafts. Just don't send it. There you go. Just get it out of your system. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Don't Do send that. this. Tomorrow. Hashtag Ultra Feminine Friday. Show us what you're wearing. Show us what's making you feel feminine. I have a new plaid skirt. Oh. I'm just going to wear it every day through the end of the year. Yeah, baby. And hashtag what I'm sipping. Sipping what I'm what sipping. What I'm sipping. Nuit Thank Blanche you. is what you should be sipping. All righty. So good. I think we're good. Okay, ladies, have an excellent weekend. Thanks for joining us here. And we will meet you back here on Monday. Cheers. Monday. Cheers. <laughs>